This is episode 071, The One Thing I Refuse to Do. Welcome, I'm your host, Claire Obeyed. Woman Awake is a soul-led journey of awakening through motherhood and womanhood. Woman Awake explores the soul-based, spirit-fueled, somatic and energetic journey of awakening, of consciousness. The power of an awakened woman lives in her life alignment, her inner attunement and her embodied transformation. This is not just my journey, but it is ours and together we seek to free our mind, feel our body, feed our soul and to hear our heart. As women, as mamas, we seek clarity, we embrace the truth, we dive into the discomfort of our shadows, we honor our healing and we be fully with our humanness whilst also being in our divinity too. Welcome back to this week's episode of Woman Awake. Yes, we have had a name change, haven't we? (laughs) I did warn you that this was going to happen. I do feel uh, slightly schizophrenic because I have changed the name. This is the third iteration now. Yes, this is the third name. We began as The Wellness Project. Then we've moved to One Work Mama. And here we are, Woman Awake. I'm hoping Woman Awake sticks around for a while. This is just such an indication of my personality. Actually, no, it's not. It makes me sound really flighty and that I change my mind all the time. I'm actually quite a decisive person, but I'm also learning over the years to really honor when a feeling moves through me and that it's okay to change. It's okay to reroute and take a different course. And it's really refreshing actually to honor that feeling and to just sort of go, you know, this doesn't align anymore and to be honest uh, somebody mentioned something to me way back when I first began One Woke Mama so when I first renamed the podcast to that someone mentioned to me um, the history of the word woke and how it possibly was used by uh, African Americans and it was a word that possibly might not be right for me to use and I said at the time you know I I actually just made the word woke as in awake uh but it's always been in the back of my head. And then over the summer, it, uh, it just didn't sit. It just didn't land. And I realized that my resistance to getting back onto the mic and podcasting was because of this. So I hope that Woman Awake resonates with you. I hope mostly that it resonates with me and it sticks around for a while. And I've now changed the tagline to embrace womanhood and motherhood because motherhood is the way in to so many other areas of my life. It is the way through. It is not in the way, but it is not just all of me. And there are other components of my life that are feeling as my kids get a little bit older, are feeling quite separate to my children. They will always, all those areas will always be influenced by my children, but there seems to be a little bit of separation happening now, which is great. And on that note, Talking about separation, my biggest little started kindergarten this week, which is just another next level of planning and organization and space holding. And as I said in a couple of episodes ago, this is just another layer of the mother priestess role. This is just another skill that I've had to acquire very quickly in terms of five days of school, incredibly 
organized with dinners and lunches and family planning and all that sort of business. Despite that, though, it hasn't felt like too much of an insanely emotional week for me because I can feel how ready she is for this. Yes, I can feel that she's going to be tired and yes, I can feel that uh, there will be challenges that, of course, schooling is going to bring, but I can feel that she is so ready for this transition, this rite of passage, and she's been incredible this week. They've just headed out for a swimming class at the end of a week and she, she's quite cute. She said to me, Mommy, I only have this much energy left and she showed me like a one centimetre between her two fingers and I thought, you know what, I get that, babe. I totally get that. But I'm so incredibly proud of her and I'm even more excited because she's proud of herself. And I'm proud of this family navigating a huge rite of passage. Rafi's been showing big feelings about it this week. But, you know, that's expected. So here we go, seven, seven years on this little pathway and then, yeah, who knows what other little deviations and pathways and journeys will unfold from this. So I'm going to dive into this week's episode in a moment, but I just want to share two things and I want all this out of the way before we begin. Number one, breath medicine, my live stream breathwork class, which happens roughly about twice a month, is on again on Sunday, the 14th of Feb. Yes, I've intentionally put it at 8pm Australian Eastern Standard Time, sorry, daylight time, on Valentine's Day for a reason. This will be focusing on the heart space. This will be focusing on love for yourself and then rippling that love out into the world because it is really not possible to give love, pure love to other people without having given that to yourself first. So please follow the link, clarabade.com slash breathwork dash classes or follow the link in the show notes. Come along. It's only $15. You get the replay sent out pretty much the same night. So if you can't make it live, it's yours and you get to uh, redo that. Second thing I want to share with you is for those local to the Central Coast, to Sydney or Greater Sydney, I am going to be hosting monthly breathwork classes, actually workshops. They're three-hour workshops. They'll be on Sundays every month, 10 o'clock to 1 p.m., the, the workshop is called Inner Alchemy and it is an alchemical experience, predominantly breathwork, but I will be weaving in the magic of meditation, of tapping, of sound healing and all sorts of yumminess. So it's going to be a uh, 14th of March, I think is the first one. So the link is also included in the show notes. Please get your tickets as soon as you can because as you know, as you know with COVID, everything is restricted. Um and at the, at the moment, I have an offer so that you can bring a friend for 50% off. So you pay full price and your friend comes half price, which works out really well. So this is for those who actually want to do the work. This will be a beautiful, delicious, lovely experience. But this is for those that are like ready to show up for their stuff and ready to feel and ready to breathe and experience the medicine that's within them and to experience healing on whatever level that is, whether that's really deep cathartic healing or whether that is uh, recalibrating, resetting, managing stress, tuning into your body, uh, evoking a stronger connection to your intuition. This is for those that are like, yes, I feel I need this and I'm ready to go there. 
So it'll be a very, very beautiful experience in a lovely little hall right in the middle of the hinterland. It's gorgeous. It's stunning. And it will be very lush and green all around you. So check out the link in the show notes and let's get going on this week's episode. So a beautiful, incredible friend of mine, you probably know who she is. Her name is Tara Bliss. She just had a delicious newborn baby boy and she's passed her 40-day mark, which is incredible. So she's passed that six-week bubble and starting to emerge slightly. And I remember seeing her share online that she was having a new relationship with the word sacrifice so that the word was no longer loaded for her with so much suffering and that she was now seeing it through a beautiful more loving and necessary lens, which is just so epic and so delicious and so spot on. There comes a point, especially in those early days, where you surrender into the sacrifice, don't you? And that's just motherhood right there. Inviting an immediate reframe if you're willing to step up to that and say, I'm going to change how this feels in my body. I'm going to change how this looks for me. I'm going to change how I show up to that. And reframing so that you experience that word and the energy of that word differently rather than labeling it as a wrong or a bad thing. So it got me thinking because I've done my fair share of dancing with sacrifice and many, many times over the last few years during my motherhood journey, I have felt in the more negative state of sacrifice. I've also felt that really beautiful sweetness of sacrifice as a delicious um, offering and a delicious service, but I've also felt it as a negative energy, a heavy energy of sacrifice. Inevitably, there is a necessary sacrificing of self to some degree as a mother, and that just depends on your child, you, your experience, your stories, all of that, how much support you have. But it can be really beautiful, and it can be a very delicious deep diving into unconditional love and service. So stay with me. You're probably wondering where I'm going with this. But this is what uh, I catch on. I always land here. For me, at least, I'll make this very clear that I'm talking about myself here. It's not a sacrifice that I want to embody or, or become okay with. It's actually surrender. It's about where, how, when can I and should I surrender. I'm going to unpack this a bit more for you. Surrender into the routine of motherhood. Surrender to your child's needs to your family's needs, surrender to the emotions that surface, surrender into the service of an experience of service, surrender to giving up your plans, changing your time schedule, your own needs for a period of time. And often, and obviously not your basic needs, right? You've still got to eat, sleep, etc. And doing so with surrender through a lens of love and surrender not as in giving up, surrender as in deep, deep, deep acceptance, surrender as in I can show up to this without resistance and without judgment and without pushing back because I'm willing to honor this experience and what it's requiring of me. There is one thing that I refuse to do and that is passing on and passing down through my children, the energy, attitude and embodiment of sacrifice that's actually run through my mother line. So when I say that I have trouble landing on reframing the word sacrifice, it's because I've actually reframed it into surrender. So when I see the word sacrifice, I've actually compartmentalized it and separated it into 
this is my motherline experience. And I actually had to do that for myself so that I could start to steer towards the light side of sacrifice, which is surrender. Each word, each energy, everything, everything on this planet has a light and a dark. It has a polarity. It has a shadow energy and a bright energy that we want to lean towards. But of course, we have to do the necessary work to be in the shadow of it first, don't we? So let me unpack this for you. Why? Why is sacrifice still such a a charged word for me? And I've actually let it remain as a charged word. When I say charged, it's not like it triggers me anymore. But I hear the word and I go, I'm really happy for my friend that she can land on sacrifice as a reframe with that word. But I'm really happy for me too because I have placed that into a different category of I want that word to tug at me just enough so that I can remember to lean towards surrender. For me, at least, sacrifice comes very heavily laden with baggage from my mother line, from a stream of women, deeply loving, very strong, women who could bear a lot, very motherly and deeply caring women, women who were asked to or made to and required to sacrifice their beingness, their dreams, their opinions, their feelings, their thoughts their needs and all through motherhood all through marriage all through patriarchal structures and systems all through childhood all through early womanhood these women sacrificed themselves because they that was all they were required to do all they were told they could do all that was expected of them not allowed to deviate from that sacrificial lamb right and my mother is definitely one of these women and she is probably one of the most loving heart-centered deeply giving, very generous women. She puts me to shame, incredibly generous woman. So I don't begrudge her and I don't begrudge that, I can't even say that word today, begrudge that line of women, my line of women. I will not hold their feet to the fire demanding, why did you do this? Why did you pass this down to me? Absolutely not. However, I can clearly see how that then feeds from sacrifice into and plays out into the martyr and the victim. So these are, as you probably know if you've followed along for a while, two energies that I have felt come up like an ugly dark monster in my earlier years with motherhood, poison running through my veins, leaving me sick, exhausted, depleted, resentful. So this is absolutely something that I refuse to pass down to my daughter. I just refuse. I refuse to pass down the energy of sacrifice. I refuse to pass it down. I will teach her about the necessity of surrender at certain times of her life in moment-to-moment experiences, even at school. I will show her how certain seasons of our life require a totality of giving, of service, of offering, and how beautiful that can feel of our time and our life and our energy and our passion. That is a beautiful experience to be of service to somebody that you love. And that sometimes that does come with moments of sacrifice that can feel really shadowy and dark. But that's also part of the unfolding. I don't ever want to erase those moments of painful sacrifice. But what I will not do is pass down that she must sacrifice her needs, that she must let her wants and desires fall away, that her health and her happiness with another person in her family, in her life, whatever it is, that she has to forego all of that. I will not do that. My job is to teach her that she can surrender and yet she can still find wholeness 
and completeness and alignment and attunement and connection in an embodied way from within. And how am I going to do this? How do I plan to teach her this? Of course, it has to be by example. Of course, it has to be by example. You can't say these things to a child and behave differently. So as an ongoing practice, I am holding very clear boundaries as I place my needs first. I am demonstrating how much I matter by prioritizing my morning sadhana. Even if my kids are sitting nearby me and listening to my chanting or watching me do weird postures and mudras, I am prioritizing my yoga sessions, my gym sessions, even if it means as I leave, despite saying goodbye properly and loving on my children that they're standing at the doorway and crying for me. Even if that happens, I'm holding firm and I'm being very clear with love about my need for personal space and time. I'm carefully rebuilding a new story now As my babies begin to spread their wings slowly into the world, I'm rebuilding my story around sacrifice. Now, notice that I've said this is my story. It's actually not my story. It's a story that's come down the line and I've inherited it. But at a certain point, I allowed it to become my story. I allowed it to become not something that was happening in the background of my energetic field or in my memory bank or in my past lives, but something that I brought forward into my reality. So when I say my story now, that is just a way for me to take ownership and responsibility, but I do not own the story. I hope that that's clear. So I'm dismantling these old patterns of sacrifice, martyrdom and victimhood. I'm replacing them with deeply loving surrender when necessary, with clear boundaries, with sovereign behavior and attitude and deep self-love and a level of prioritization that is different to where I was a few years ago. This is not easy. And I say right now that if this feels really not where you're at, that's okay because maybe it's not where you're at yet. Maybe it's small incremental changes and shifts for you to shift out of sacrifice and shift into surrender and love and sovereignty. And it might just be that it's just not the season. You might be in that deep, deep, deep surrender stage where your newborn is demanding you every hour. It takes a lot of guts. It also takes timing and it also it takes that energetic alignment. You just get this feeling. You just get this knowing. Okay, I can show up to the discomfort of showing up to this reframe, of showing up to this story that I'm trying to rewrite. There is guilt sometimes. There is shame sometimes. There is self-judgment sometimes. Sacrifice can feel easier at first to just... Lose yourself in the giving and the offering and the service. But eventually it becomes very heavy with resentment and frustration. And that leaks leaks out of your pores, out of your breath. Your breath, it permeates into your life and it ripples into your family. And soon enough, you may have forgotten even why you feel like that, but it's affecting everybody. So this is shadow work. And I'm personally willing to do it because I refuse for this to be a story that my daughter embodies. I refuse to this this be a story that she brings into her experience. So it's a win-win, right? I win by placing my needs as a priority. This filters out to my babies and to my husband thick and fast. And their brains are so malleable and their hearts are open and they're willing to adjust to a new story being written. 
And together we rewrite this very old story from the mother line and we change their future relationship with sacrifice and surrender so that they have a much healthier and balanced experience with themselves, with their children, with their relationships, with the world around them. And I pray that this keeps filtering down. So this has been coming up really frequently during client sessions lately. Sometimes what I'm personally working on comes forward with client sessions. Sometimes things that client sessions bring up trigger things in me, sometimes not at all. So I love it when it's a moment where there's a reflection. I kind of go, wow, I can really see this. And thank you. This is really beautiful that I get to guide my, my client through this because I've been here. I've held myself through this and I've been held through this. So I just want to say here, if this resonates with you, please do reach out and have a chat. You can email me personally, claire at claireobeyed.com, and we can have a chat about this. If there's some unraveling for you or some rewriting that needs to be done, something that you do not want to pass down. And I say that again with, with a lot of ease. I don't want it to feel like, oh my God, oh my God, I can't pass this down. I'm going to really F up my kids. I don't, I don't want you to feel that. It's not what I'm feeling and it's not where I'm coming from. It's just an honoring. I'm changing this for me and then I get to change this for my children. And the word refuse is just my, my solidness in that energy. So it's totally normal and okay if you're feeling this too. And it's also necessary at certain points to review and to look at these stories and to check in. Maybe some of the aspects here that I have downloaded from my mother line or even my father line they're not to be carried forward because I need a change for myself but I also need this to change for my my line as it goes downward towards my children and beyond so reach out I'm always here to chat about it I'm here to guide you through some sessions and to support you through this process if this feels really good I just had a download very quickly right then Uh, perhaps there is a Um, private mentoring group program that needs to be born from this so doing some mother line work so I'm just going to put that out there and if this jumps out to anybody hit me back an email and let me know I might let that idea percolate see just in the flow just letting it all come out okay so that is episode 071 I'd love to hear your thoughts I'd also love to hear what you think about woman awake my new podcast name and yes Claire no more changing But also totally okay, guys, totally okay to change your mind, totally okay to choose a different direction, to rewrite, to reroute, to redirect, to press pause, to stop, to start again, to begin again. I have had so much fun chatting through today's episode. Just a reminder, of course, come along to any of my events coming up. I would love, love, love some more in-person real life connection and to serve you in that way and to hold space for your personal healing. And of course, if that doesn't work for you, Breath Medicine is on Love Day, Valentine's Day, 14th of Feb. And we have got the neighbor's kids screaming at the pool. I apologize. That is the perfect time to end this episode. Thank you so much for tuning into Woman Awake. If you found this episode supportive, please subscribe and leave a five-star review over on iTunes. This is the best way to cheer me on and to ensure that One Work Mama lands in the hearts and the ears of those that need it most. If you can think of somebody who would gain value from this podcast, please consider sharing it and doing them a favor. 
You can find me at claireobade.com or over on Instagram under claireobade underscore. Thank you for being part of this soul-led journey through motherhood and womanhood.